Kyler Murray's putting his feet in the ground against the Arizona Cardinals while Geno, while Geno Smith and Sammy Watkins have new homes. Baker Mayfield is talking a lot of stuff about what's going on in his life. And we now know the 21 players that will be invited to the NFL draft. It's going to be a fun Locked On NFL episode, the Friday edition with myself, Chris Carter, and your boy Q. Let's get into it. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q, and this is the Locked On NFL Podcast that you can find on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. You're watching this video on YouTube. Hit the like button on this video. Hit the subscribe button to our channel to get all of our Locked On NFL updates as well as our episodes. You get our insider looks. We get a ton of different things on this YouTube channel. Don't miss out on all the great content here. He's your boy Q from the Locked On Raiders Podcast. What's up, Q? Man, what's happening? man i'm excited to be here uh, on another friday and just think about it man you know two fridays from now we'll be actually talking about uh the first round of the nfl draft and actually what happened in the nfl draft here in las vegas cannot wait uh i almost said august april 28th through 30th again here in las vegas is gonna be a lot of fun man so uh, we're counting down the the days to the draft and they're coming quick fast and in a hurry it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be a very long night. I anticipate not going to sleep until 4 a.m. in here in Pittsburgh time, <laughs> but that's how this that's how this business works. But okay, let's get down to the nitty gritty, and let's talk about one of the first things at the top of the board. Now, there's always quarterbacks take up the talk. Now, we now have a report that's now out that basically says Kyler Murray for the Arizona Cardinals. He's not going to stick with the team unless he gets a new deal. You're not going to play unless he gets a new deal, and now people are wondering, wait a second, what's going on? What's what's going on with Kyler? Because he was the chosen son. He was the he was the first round pick of Cliff Kingbury when he came and joined the Cardinals. First overall pick of the NFL draft. He's been a guy that's gotten into the playoffs, even though they fizzled. But now there's there's talk of him not playing for the Cardinals this year. If if he doesn't get a new deal, Q, what's your read on this? Will they figure this out, or will this be a, a holdout situation that just looms over the Arizona Cardinals? You know, normally I would say that this is a, a situation where Kyler Murray is being, you know, maybe maybe you could say childish a little bit. I mean, of course, we talked about uh, last Friday about scrubbing the, you know, scrubbing the social media, and he was one of those guys that did that, and I saw I didn't like that. But uh, if you're Kyler Murray and you're looking at your contract that you're going to make this year, you know, you're, you're only going to make a, a very minimal amount, and you're looking at all these other guys that are joining the $40 million club and you're saying, why not me? Why isn't it me? And, and I think this, I mean, look, uh, Kyler Murray came in with Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury just got a contract extension. The GM just got a contract extension. They had just drafted a quarterback in Josh Rosen the year before top 10, and they decided to go in another direction a year later because they wanted Kyler so bad. Kyler took that organization from where they were when they drafted him to where they are right now. Is it where they want to be? No, but you've seen the steady growth. So I think that he's got a really good argument. Uh, and again, you start to look around the, the rest of the league, and I know you can't count other people's pockets, but man, when you look at the money that some of these guys are making, again, part of the $40 million a year club, and then you look at Kyler and see the minimal money he's making, was it going to be $5 million this year? That's, that's kind of understandable on why he wants his, his deal done sooner rather than later. And the Cardinals, I think there's no doubt about it that they're going to re-sign him. The question is when, not if, in my opinion. 
it, it is a, it should be a when question. It should be a, this should be, this should be done by now type of thing. Um, right now he's scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent along with DJ Humphreys, uh, JJ Watt, Justin Pugh, Matt Prater, Justin Murray, Marcus Golden, a number of guys on this roster. Byron Murphy is on, is on that list. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that you look at the Cardinals roster and a lot of holes that they may be looking that they, that they need to fill next year, but quarterback of course will be chief among them. They have $93 million in the cap as far as expected cap for next year. Okay. So you think that they'll be able to get this done and this won't be a topic for this year, especially cause you don't want to, you don't want to have what's going on with Cleveland with right. their quarterback well, right now. So, with Baker so in that, in, in this, and with that uh, being said, should they extend him right now or should they wait and make him wait until after the season? That's a good question because if you're looking at this, one, if you do something right now, you're you're sending a message that oh yeah, all you ought to do is pout and we'll we'll make we'll make things happen for you. That's not a good way to do business. That's what the Steelers try to avoid to do a lot of time in Pittsburgh is when guys pout, they no no, they try to make sure that you are that either either they've talked to you beforehand and you know when you're getting paid, like TJ Watt did, or it's like a hey, you, you know, you want to pout about this? Okay, we're gonna get this done on our own time so that you understand that this is how this how this works. That's what teams like the Packers, teams like the Patriots, teams like you know, teams across the NFL that know how to manage these situations normally. Unless it's like, you know, a Tom Brady situation where, or Aaron Rodgers where like those guys are the top of the top and they can kind of bully their way. But Kyler Murray, as much as he's a first overall pick and a young quarterback in the NFL, he ain't there yet. So I think that's a that's a certain question that's going to have to be asked by the Cardinals. When do you make this move? When do you lock this up? Um, I, I certainly think that'll be interesting. Right now, they need to focus on the NFL draft to make sure they get that right. Other big moves that have happened, uh, Geno Smith. Uh, signing with the with the with the Seahawks, maybe he's part of their answer to see if if something if nothing no, else not. happens. No, he's not. He's not an right. answer to anything. Right. Geno Smith right. is the answer to the question of who is a bad quarterback. Geno Smith. Dang. Who is a bad? Dang. Who is a bad invitee to the NFL draft? Geno Smith. Who that is dude was waiting in the who green is room. overrated coming out of college at West Virginia? Geno Smith. That's it. Autumn West. Autumn West Virginia quarterbacks. Be and to take it a step further, we were just talking about Kyler Murray, and he's scheduled to make what five million dollars this year. About five million dollars. Yeah. Geno Smith's one-year deal seven. with Seattle could be well, up to seven million dollars. That, but that's with incentives, right? Like, of course, that's what I'm saying. Could be up to if he hits all the incentives, which we know he won't. But just right. the, just the, 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 the makeup of it, what it looks like. You know what I mean? You look at Kyler and you look at Geno and you say, "For real? Come on, man." Nah. <sighs> Uh, West, West Virginia fans know what I'm talking about when I say they should be paying uh, they should be paying Geno Smith anywhere from 13 million to nine million dollars. That's a good old Pitt West Virginia joke right there because uh, we hate those guys. Anyways, <laughs> uh, uh, but anyways, uh, the other big news, of course, Sammy Watkins signing with the Green Bay Packers on on a on a deal. Now Watkins has been a guy that's bounced around the league for several years. Q, you and I were talking about this off camera. If this is their attempt to replace Devontae Watkins or Devontae Watkins, Devontae, Devontae Adams and the scaling and all the guys that they lost, this is not it. They no. need to go make sure that there's some serious moves made in this NFL draft. Man, look, if I'm Aaron Rodgers and I see Devontae Adams, my best wide receiver I've had in a very long time, uh, roll out the door. If I see, uh, you know, uh, MVS uh, roll out the door, head to Kansas City, and then all of a sudden the replacement is Sammy Watkins, I'm like, wait a minute. This ain't Clemson, Sammy Watkins. This has been in the league for a long time. Bounced around from, you know, Buffalo to uh, to Kansas City to, what, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been kind of all around the world and has done a whole lot of nothing, you know. And it's just, uh, yeah, that's that's not – I mean, he's a – 
He's a number three wide receiver at best. He might be a number four wide receiver. So I'm sure I'm, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm kind of scratching my head thinking, this is what you're thinking about doing? And that deal is worth up to $4 million. So I'm just saying, they're throwing money around to some cats that really haven't, just, haven't earned too much of anything. And then there's a guy like Kyler Murray, who we talked about already, who's sitting there with $5 million. And going back to Kyler real quick, he's going into the final year of his deal, right? Yep, this is the last year. Nobody wants a, to be a lame duck guy. You know, I mean, that's the mm-hmm. thing. Nobody wants to be a lame duck. Go into that thing, and, and I mean, this is when he should get a contract extension. So, I mean, I don't mean to, to keep harping on it, but I don't know how much they, they should give him. That's, that's not for me or you to, to worry about. I just know that that $5 million he's making and going into the last year of his deal where he has nothing after that, that's not the business, man. I mean, look, Derek Hart just got his contract, three-year contract extension, and he's part of the $40 million club as far as the new money goes. I mean, it's really like a $35 million extension because he had one year and $19 million left on his deal with nothing guaranteed. So they had to do a little something-something for him. But you can, you got to do something if you're if you're Arizona. you got to give Kyler some kind of a bone, man. Right now they're giving him scraps at the end of the table, and he don't like that, man. Go on, give some love, man. And, and and we see what happens when you treat guys that you that you draft so high at first overall, and you treat them like that after telling them for years they're the guy. We're right. building around you. You promise them things, and then they turn around. And they say, "Oh wait, what? You're not. I'm not the guy. What did you say? You right. know what? I'm gonna just go play over here. I'm gonna go do my thing. You let me know when you need me. That's a dangerous thing when you're not building when you're not building around your guy. You're not guaranteeing your guy the future. It's something that that that, that I think." think it's better to avoid being in those positions we'll see if the cardinals can end up working their way around it but right now it's not a good position to be having that hanging over your head that your top quarterback the guy that your team hinges around it might not play if you don't do what he what he's what he's telling you to do so that's a tough position for the cardinals we'll see, we'll see what they say there my biggest thing on sammy Watkins is q if you're a fantasy football owner, you better get him and Aaron Rodgers in week one and play that hard. Because week one, you know he's going to get 200 yards, three <laughs> touchdowns, then he's never going to catch another pass for the rest of the season. <laughs> Anybody who's ever owned Sammy Watkins in fantasy football knows exactly what I'm talking about. I wouldn't own Sa- – if I played fantasy football, which I do not, if I did, <laughs> I would never pick Sammy Watkins for anything. I wouldn't, pick, I wouldn't pick That's Sammy it. Watkins in a pickup game of flag football out Ooh. on the out on oh. the streets or out Ooh. at the at the at the, at the college yard. I wouldn't I wouldn't pick him like, up for against anything. Against wreck guys? Against wreck guys, I wouldn't pick Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Damn. Just saying. Sammy, I, he's coming after you. I didn't say that. I'd I, pick you before I pick Sammy Watkins, it. and we all know I'd Ooh. never pick you. Okay, you you wilding now. Sammy Watkins would burn the heck out of me in a forty yard dash. Anyway, but he wouldn't catch got, the ball. He'd probably. No, I don't want. I don't want to put. A, I don't want to put an injury on a man. That's cold. But I'm just saying, he, he probably wouldn't catch it. He'd burn you, but he'd drop like, the ball. Like I would just, I would just like trip and fall down as he runs past me, and he would just drop the pass, and I'd, I'd get up like a quarterback and just be like, through my head, like yeah, nothing, nothing. You get nothing, nothing. over here. Not in my, <laughs> not in my watch. <laughs> oh, that would be the greatest ever. I would so do. I would so do that. Like I've done nothing to cover right. this guy, but it's incomplete. But so it's I'm incomplete, so I did everything. That's right, I did everything. I'm an NFL cornerback. There we go, Q. Man, it's like All the right. time I had a I had a running back run into me and knock me over and just blow me up, and but he fell, so I got credit for the tackle. <laughs> <laughs> 
knowing I had no business even. I wanted nothing to do with any of that after that. I was looking for my sideline quick, fast, and in a hurry. It's like, yeah, yeah, let's go, guys. We get that. I think I sprained my ankle trying to tackle him, and he tackled me. Oh man! Listen to us tell about tell about the times we weren't good at football. Right. Um, that's why we doing this. That's right why now. we talk about football instead of play it. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, we're going to talk a little bit about the guys that were invited to the NFL draft. There were 21 players. Some of them a little curious. Some of them obvious ones. But some guys were wondering how long are they going to be in Vegas for this NFL draft? Because some of those guys aren't projecting as, as some top picks. We'll talk about who they are in just a sec. But first, we got to talk to you guys about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting uh, stats and information. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs, along with the start of the Major League Baseball season. The NBA playoffs, the playing games are being are, are being done. Now it's, it's time to start some NBA playoffs. The NHL playoffs are wrapping up their regular season before they get started. It's going to be an interesting Stanley Cup playoff run. We'll see who goes there. And, of course, like we said, Major League Baseball, well underway, and it's time to start start, start putting money down on your favorite baseball teams. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action when you visit BetOnline, where the game starts. Back here on the Locked On NFL Podcast. It's the Friday edition with Chris Carter of Locked On Steelers and your boy Q of Locked On Raiders. Now, Q, we got to talk about this NFL draftees or a draft invitees list here. Now, it was released by the NFL themselves. 21 players. That's a lot. Um, a lot of players. It's a little bit more than normal. Um, and it's going to be interesting because some of these guys are guaranteed they're going on day one. There's right. no question about it. Um, you know, like... The uh, Charles Cross of Mississippi State, offensive tackle, Mississippi State. I came Kwan you, another offensive tackle from North Carolina State, Sauce Gardner. Yep. Uh, it's crazy also they call him Sauce Gardner, not Ahmad Gardner. Because that's because I mean, name. if your name is Sauce, you got to – I mean, if, even if that's just your nickname, you got to roll with that. You uh, that's, a, so. that's a DB all day. Your name is Sauce. I'd call him Sauce, exactly. too. I don't care. Hey, I know. His mama named him Ahmad. I'm going to call him Ahmad now. I'm going to call him Sauce, too. <laughs> I like that. Him. Sauce Gardner. I'm going to call him Sauce. But uh, George Karloftis, uh, Devin Lloyd, Drake, Drake London, Evan Neal, Chris Olave, Kayvon Thibodeau, Jamison Williams, Malik Willis, Garrett Wilson, Devontae Wyatt, Jordan Davis, uh, N'Kobe Dean, all those guys, Kyle Hamilton, Aiden Hutchinson, Zion Johnson, Jermaine, Jermaine Johnson, all those guys make sense. But there's two guys on this list who I look at and they say, huh? Right. What? What's going on there? First guy is Matt Coral. Now, Matt Corral quarterback Ole Miss going into this season was thought to be one of those guys that could be of the best of the class. Right. Had an okay year, not a great year. This is why Kenny Pickett shot at the charts because Kenny Pickett had a great year and he was, he finished third in the Heisman voting. Um, but Corral, he also suffered an injury in the bowl game. So yep. he wasn't able to compete at the combine or in his pro day. And, uh, and he sits there and he, People are wondering, is he the third quarterback in this class? Is he the fourth quarterback in this class? I, I think he's comfortably over Sam Howell for a lot of people. But there's a real question. Will he be 
the last guy in the green room of these 21 players that are invited to the Vegas draft. I mean, it, it very, he very well could be. You know, he could end up being the, the Geno Smith of this this year's draft. You know, and, and again, 21 guys is a lot of guys. Normally, it's around 13 or 14 guys. Uh, obviously, if they all go, they, they could all go in, in round one since it's 32 picks. But I don't see Corral as a guy that's going to go in round one. I looked at him as a second to third round guy. And honestly... I know that, you know, quarterback is so desperate and, and such a, a big need in the NFL that teams will will reach to draft a guy like that, but I still don't think that they have to reach to the first round to get him. One of the things that stood out to me about the list of names that are going to be there, we're talking about quarterbacks. There's only two of them, Corral yeah. and, and Malik Willis. Those are the only yeah. two. That kind of tells you all you need to know about this quarterback class, and maybe well, that's why Corral's on the way. I'll say, I'll say this. Kenny Pickett was talking about that with us because I, I cover the University yeah. of Pittsburgh's football team, and he was talking about us with like how like he's been emphasizing just being home with his family right. for the for this thing. So he's one guy who like he it's him and Malik Willis. If you talk to Mel Kiper, Todd McShay, a lot of those guys, it's Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Malik right. Willis, Kenny Pickett between those two, and then maybe Desmond Ritter sticks in there, right. and then maybe you get Matt Corral in there. So. Like may, maybe part of this is because Kenny Pickett won't go, and they want more than one quarterback on on the board there. But maybe, like you said, maybe there's something we don't know that's going on here about about this, and that wouldn't be the first time that people that that, that people in the NFL like that, that set up this list know something that we don't about a certain player. Right, and I mean, again, the thing is, you know, if these were big time, you know, uh, quarterbacks that were going to go top five, top ten, or whatever, I'm sure that they would have put a little bit more squeeze to have these guys there because it's a bigger deal. But because the star power is just not there with these quarterbacks that's why that they're not really pressing and I get guys want to stay home with their families because probably the last time they're going to be with their families uh, because now this has become a job so I get that a lot of athletes say that a lot of players always say that but again man they only have two quarterbacks when I'm assuming that at least three or four are going to go in round one regardless you know it's kind of it's, it's kind of strange and, and again uh, the one that's that's going is, is Matt Corral and I don't I don't think he's a round one guy I mean I just don't the other guy I question there is Kyler Gordon, cornerback of yeah. Washington, which yep. is very bizarre because you're you're talking about you had Ahmad Gardner, sure, but Derek Stingley is another cornerback who's probably going top ten, maybe top fifteen at, at the worst. Andrew Booth Jr. and then, in fact, the other Washington cornerback, Trent McDuffie. There's a lot of people that rank him as the guy to be the person that, that that's yeah. going to get selected over him. Kyler Gordon, an interesting pick there. It makes you wonder what all's going on there that maybe we're not privy to as people in the media that maybe teams are talking about amongst themselves. I don't know, man. I mean, Gordon was only a one-year starter at Washington. You know what right. I mean? So he doesn't he doesn't have a lot of film where he's just been the dude for the whole time. So he's another guy. I'm glad you picked him. He's another guy that I do think is probably going to be there day two. And, you know, maybe that's the thing. Maybe they want to have some extra people there in, maybe. you know, in, in on day two, in, in round two or whatever. Uh, but if you're one of those draftees, like if I'm a guy that – I don't think I'm going to go first round, and you're supposed to always think you're going to go first round, but you're also supposed to be realistic. If you if you have questions, I wouldn't want to be the guy in the ca in the room where the camera just keeps flashing back and see me sitting at the table like they did for Johnny Manziel and Aaron Rodgers Gino and Geno Smith. Smith and you know everyone else that that either waits in the green room way too long or they wait till day two or day three. I mean, you know, it's just it's one of those scenarios. But uh, I guess it's the experiment or experience as well, and so a lot of folks just want to go, but. Uh, yeah, there's a couple questionable ones, questionable ones on here that I just don't see as first-round dudes. So there may be a, a longer wait for a, a Kyler Gordon and a Matt Corral. 
who's your biggest snub of a player that you thought should have been here but isn't on this list? Oh man, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, Stingley, I guess, is the easy one to to pick, mm-hmm. but uh, he him with with his uh, with his injury history for me has dropped him down a little bit. But I know that he's done some really good things, especially uh, lately at his pro day. He did a uh, you know really good performance. Uh, I think he's one for sure that you could say that he probably should be there. Uh, who knows why he's not there. Um, and then I think you need at least one more quarterback. I, and, and I know you said Pickett just wants to be with his family, but I think you need to have at least one more quarterback there. You know, why not? Maybe Desmond Ritter should have been there. Yeah, exactly. Because um, there's talk about him. I mean, heck, in our locked-on um, uh, ultimate mock draft, uh, Ritter, we're wet in the first round. So right. um, th- that, that's a question there. You know, a guy that I wonder, why not just Travon Walker, unless you're just, like, scared of having yeah. too many Georgia people in the same room because uh, they already have three with Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean, and Devontae Wyatt. But, I mean, Travon Walker's projected to be maybe a first overall pick, maybe a, you know, at least a top five pick with right. his athletic athleticism as an edge rusher so um there, there's there's certain guys that I, I i wonder like man like why is it why isn't that guy in the room you know maybe a tyler Linder, linderbaum does he get in there a daxton hill um you know well you know does, does he get in does it get in there you know we saw that the ohio state wide receivers get in there it'll be interesting to see who does get their name called on day one if there will be any guys sitting there on day two twiddling their thumbs and looking at the camera like i did not think i was supposed to be here because uh, one thing, a, a former Steelers offensive lineman who recently retired a few years ago, Ramon Foster. Mm. Uh, I once read a piece he did for our website, DK Pittsburgh Sports, where he called the draft season the season of lies. Right, it is. NFL teams, they tell you everything you want to hear as a player. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely pick you. As soon as this pick happens, we're going to bring you up. And there's all sorts of things that are told to you that aren't true. They're just trying to, they're just trying to, you know, kind of play the field. Yeah. They all have their own plans. All these teams, they have these strategies and these things. You don't know what their plan is until they actually execute it. Unless they, unless someone in the war room has revealed that plan to someone candidly. But oftentimes, there's a million smoke screams put up because no team wants anyone else to know what what their plan is for sure. You know, and uh, Andrew Booth is a guy that you know has been getting a lot of yeah. love. The corner from uh, Clemson. I don't know uh, if he's get if he's as good as the love he's been getting lately. But he's another guy that I do expect is going to go on day one, and he he's a guy that could be in that green room, but he's not going be for one reason or the other again a lot of these guys we don't know some of them may have made the personal decision that they just didn't want to make the trip and if that's the case that's fine but you know if they just got overlooked by the nfl and and who they decided they wanted there then that's probably a bad decision hey yeah i i'd I'd agree with that but it'll be interesting to see who makes it there again the nfl draft less than two weeks away you'll be able to see me and q give our reactions to it with the locked on nfl drafts friday edition of that week so do tune tune in again if you're not subscribed to this channel you better be but if you're not you want to get us on apple spotify google Podcasts, odyssey and youtube to get all of our reactions all throughout the weeks and especially on friday on friday when we're recapping what happened thursday night of the nfl draft we'll be back more talking about baker mayfield in just a second (laughs) because he was letting off some steam in his last talks and that was uh that was certainly just a bit interesting so we'll talk about that in just a sec here but first we gotta talk to you guys about built bar built bar is of course the protein bar that tastes 
like a candy bar. And if you're a person who's trying to eat right, trying to stay healthy, trying to do the right thing, and it's hard because you see all these nice snacks, it's nice <laughs> outside again, wherever you're at, and you're thinking, oh, I can get this. Oh, I can get that. Oh, man, I need something that's going to fill me up that's not going to make me – that's not going to let me taste something good but not going to make me feel bad about it afterwards. That's where Built Bar comes in because if you haven't tried Built Bar, they have so many different flavors, including their puffs flavors, which you ha- if you haven't tried, they're like protein-infused marshmallows. They're fluffy, or fluffy marshmallow-y, and they taste amazing. They're covered in 100% real chocolate, just like all Built Bars, and they come in flavors like y- yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie. You can, you can check out those flavors or all the regular Built Bar flavors that are also covered in 100% real chocolate. And when you get a Built Bar, remember, they're all low in calories but high in protein. It helps fill you up while also getting you the things that you need to get through your day also, while keeping your calorie count down throughout the day, the average built bar contains 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein compared to the average protein bar, the, excuse me, the average candy bar that has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And there's so many flavors to choose from. If you get double chocolate, coconut, almond, peanut butter, brownie, raspberry, cookies, a cream, salted caramel, or mint brownie, there's so many flavors and even more than those available to you when you go to built.com and they release new flavors every month on built.com so go to built.com right now and get your favorite flavors of built bars delivered right to your door when you do so enter that promo code locked on that's l-o-c or locked 15 excuse me l-o-c-k-e-d one five locked 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your next order of built bars at built.com again that's locked 15 l-o-c-k-e-d one five as a promo code when you visit built.com to get 15 percent off your next order of built bars wrapping things up here in the locked on nfl podcast it's chris carter and your boy q we gotta talk about baker man because now yeah, he's man. not just using middle middle names anymore, Q. He's <laughs> not he's not out here dropping Baker Reagan Mayfield. <laughs> he's he, he's he's out here on podcast letting people know just how he feels. And I'm a I'm a little I'm a little like okay, let's see what he's saying. I'm here. still surprised he doesn't have a team to be honest. Uh, regardless of his play or his attitude, with the way that the league needs quarterbacks so bad, I'm so surprised he's still sitting on the Cleveland roster. And that really tells you more about him than anything else. What, what, what was I telling you weeks ago when we yeah, were talking you're right. about? You're this. right. More yeah, than weeks right. ago, probably months ago. Maybe maybe. Maybe Q should just listen to Carter a little bit more. Maybe Chris is onto some things because you told me Miles Garrett was the superstar and the best he is a superstar. player in the league. He is a superstar, and then but he's not. He's I told you he wasn't the best in the league, and I told you T.J. Watt was. And if you have Miles Garrett on your roster or you have T.J. Watt on your roster, you're happy regardless. This is not. Well, the who same. told you who was better? This is not the same situation. That's fine. That's fine. I'll give you that. I said I said T.J. Watt played better, but if my Consolation prize is Miles Garrett. I think I'll oh, take no. that. I said Miles Garrett is a fine, fine, you're fine young player. And he's a, he's one of the best out there, but he's not TJ Watt. And I told you that then. Just like I told you, Baker Mayfield was, was a guy that was a problem. I'll give you I'll give problems. you Baker Mayfield, no doubt. That is a whole nother conversation. It's to- totally different than Miles Garrett and TJ Watt. Get out of here. That's you're you're comparing apples to oranges right now. That they don't even they don't even fall from the same tree. Well, actually, Baker and Biles do fall from the same tree because they are oranges playing for the team at the Browns. They also don't fall from the same tree. They're not even in the same there. league, regardless if they're on the same team. They ain't even. Yeah, the like same they're league. literally in the NFL. Too. I know, but they're they're yeah, they are. They are in in body. They ain't in mind. 
<laughs> no, I feel you. But let's talk about Baker and yeah. what's got him here. Now, in this podcast, he uh, he he quote unquote what the thing that I think lit everybody up was his quote saying, "I would love to show up to someone's cubicle and boo the s word out of them." <laughs> and I say s word because we're trying to stay clean right. for YouTube, for sure. But um, because as Q knows, I will cuss up a storm if I wanted to, uh, in in my own space. But uh, but but when you're seeing this and you still see that fire from Baker Mayfield, that passion that's always been with him, like you know when he was at Oklahoma and he yeah. was giving gestures to the other sideline, you know all those type of things. And he said, you know, he's and he, he you know people talk about that. And he's like he he was just he felt disrespected by the Browns and he felt disrespected by a lot a lot of things have been handled again. I get thinking that in the background. Like, I get being like, oh, come on, man. I was first overall pick. I thought I was your guy. And then you went with Deshaun. I get thinking that in the background. But saying it aloud, not only put yourself on blast, put the team on blast, and then it makes it clear that, oh, to everyone, oh, well, something's not happy there. Right. We we know there's a problem. So right. now, because like you said, this is of his own making that no team right. wants him right, right now. The Colts don't need him. That you know the, the Falcons don't need him. The Seahawks don't. I mean, Seahawks need a quarterback, and they're like, you yeah. know what? Every team in the NFL is like, okay, Browns, we're not going to trade you a thing. Release him because we know that you ain't going to do nothing with him, and he's going to cost you nineteen million dollars if you if you let him sit there on your roster. So you know what? We will happily just wait for the wait wait this thing out. It's not worth trading you a single pick to get this guy off your off your roster right now. So. um to, to me, Q, this is just more examples of him flaming these fires when he needs to be kind of letting them die out mm -hmm. so that he can get the situation that he really wants so he can get out of Cleveland and get somewhere that will give him the chance to be the number one quarterback on their roster. Yeah, I agree 100%, man. That's the biggest thing for me. All these different appearances that he's making and all this different talking that he's doing, and of course we know the social media posts that he put out there, he is making himself less and less des more uh, you know desirable to these teams, and that's the biggest problem, man. I mean, you you always are going to be able to market yourself better than anyone else is, but you're also able to damage yourself more than anyone else could damage you. And so right now, that's what he's doing. He's damaging his own brand. He's damaging who he is. He's damaging his name. And now his skill set is even being said, well, maybe he's not that good. I think that when he's backed into a corner, when he's got a chip on his shoulder like he does right now, he probably plays a little bit better. And maybe a team like the Carolina Panthers would make a move for him. But since he's showing all the immaturity that he's showing right now and talking about being disrespected, this, that, and the other, and, you know, I, I will say I thought that the, the dog in the video that he had was pretty funny. His dog, when his dog was, like, was just laying like, there, no one knew if the dog was alive or not. I was glad to see when the dog flipped funny. over. I was like, oh, good, he's still alive. That's good. But, I mean, it's just – He's just not a good look right now. And so he, he really needs to get – his agent needs to get there and be like, all right, Baker, let's shut it on down and, and let's wait until maybe after the draft when teams still need a quarterback and then somebody will come calling or somehow they get this thing going because right now he's falling into that, that, that possible trap of there's not going to be a starting job anywhere. You're going to end up being a backup. And that's something that I don't think he's ready to – that's a pill he, I don't think he's ready to swallow, but he might have to if he doesn't shut his mouth. Yeah, I, I think he's just digging a hole, and you know it's mm -hmm. like you you're already in a hole that you put yourself in, and the more that you keep doing these type of things, you dig this hole deeper and yep. deeper and deeper, and then you're making it hard for this team to figure out a way to get rid of you. Um, and and he's had Kevin Stefanski for two years now. I mean, it's clear they had a plan for him, but and, and again. One thing you have to, I think, Baker, one part of me, and we've talked, you and I have talked about this before, like with how Carson Wentz handled his situation in Philadelphia. Carson Wentz had the keys to the city at one point to that city. And then as soon as he lost them was when 
uh, he was like, well, if they if they want to play Jalen Hurts, then I could go somewhere else. And they were like, all right, bye. And it was like, mm-hmm. dog, you don't want to fight for your spot. You, right. you feel like if you have to fight for your spot, it's a problem. That's a sense of entitlement. And people don't like entitlement when it comes to the NFL, especially when you're not Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, one of those top tier dudes. That's that. That's different when you've earned that status. Baker right. hasn't earned that status. Uh, you know, just like Kyler didn't earn that status. So, um, you know, for for me, I, I think there's there's that there's more problems being exerted here. And if you're the Browns, you're probably just sitting there thinking like, oh, what is he doing? Come on, man. Like we 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 feel you. We messed up. We we went we we made it public that we went after Deshaun. It was embarrassing for you. We would like to move on for you. Just like the Falcons. I don't, I don't think they care from- though. I don't think they care. I don't think they had I think a problem. They're past it. You know, yeah, like, I don't the think they I had think a problem now going public like, with right. it. Yeah, I don't think they had any problem going public with it at all. You know, I just think what, what, that it is what it is. They're ready to move on and they didn't care who knew it. Right. But but here's the thing is that I, I feel like again. At the time when they made their initial play for Deshaun Watson, and then that got out and got to Baker, and he did what he did, I, I think they would have been fine sticking with Baker Mayfield, being like, "Hey, man, you know, nothing personal, but we had a shot at a guy that's considered a top five quarterback, and frankly, you haven't been that, so we took a shot at it. It didn't work. You're still our guy." But they couldn't do that because of the way that he reacted to it with his tweet, with his putting his middle name in right. in, in, a, in a formal letter that he posted to, to you know to the whole world. So. Um, you know, I, again, I just think that Baker's, you know, he's, he's put himself in a rough position. Um, and part of it, the Browns put him there too. I'm not, not, I'm not, uh, you know, saying that they, that they are not, you know, at fault of this, but this could have been cleared up a lot faster if he had done these things. And now he's going on shows and further again, fanning the flames to this situation. Uh, when, if you, if you're Baker, you want this to get as quiet as fast as possible so that the Browns can, can ship you off and people can forget about this situation. And all of a sudden you're on a roster that doesn't have a quarterback that they're paying 230 million guaranteed dollars to, um, despite, you know, they're all the scandals and stuff. Yeah. And then you can sit there and say, and, and say, Hey, I got a shot to compete. But then the other question is, do the Browns even want that? Because maybe they're thinking like, look, we don't want that guy coming back to bite us at some point. Maybe they, they, they see value in Baker Mayfield and they're like, you know what? We don't want that. I saw someone hype hypothesize that said, you know, what if it's the big thing is that they're afraid to cut him. And then he goes to a team like the Steelers. And then all of a sudden, like he's your ultimate nemesis on a team like that. Not in my that's opinion. That's the chance you take. Me. That's the chance you take. I think they're that's willing the to take that chance. I, I agree. I agree with that. But I, I also say about that, I'm like, you know what? I'd be. I, I don't think the Steelers would do that. I think the Steelers have seen enough Baker Mayfield that they're like, yeah, like even when our quarterback problems were okay. Right. Um, but uh, but you know who knows? Maybe maybe that's maybe that's somewhere in the thought process for either of those teams. But the point is, Baker doesn't seem to be done with saying with talking that stuff. And it's going to continue this drama until a move is made. And even after when that move is made, it's going to be interesting, man. It really is. I don't know where the next landing spot is for him. I really don't. Um, you know, he needs to to find a home. I still question Cleveland and what they did uh, going and getting Watson and giving him all that guaranteed money. I mean, there's there's I can do a whole show just on that, really, because I, I still don't think that they there was some good thinking going into that. Uh, not that. You know, not that Watson doesn't deserve to work anymore or anything like that, but man, I mean, two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed is ridiculous. That's just ridiculous for a guy that has all the issues going on on the off the field. Uh, you know, that it just it just again doesn't make any sense. And then especially when they use the line that we want an adult in the room. Well, yeah, okay, you got one, I guess. So <laughs> that's another conversation for another day. But uh, we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, Baker, I'll be interested to see where he lands. Uh, I thought Seattle was a good place for him. 
Uh, I thought that was a good possibility. I, I thought actually Seattle was a good possibility for either Kaepernick or Baker Mayfield, and we haven't seen either one of those guys get a, a, an opportunity there. But we have seen Geno Smith and Drew Locke get a shot there, so there you go. Seattle's going for it all this year, apparently. Uh, and then Carolina, the Panthers, that's the other team that I question and wonder who's going to end up being the trigger man this year because I don't think it's going to be Sam Darnold. I do think it's going to be a rookie that they picked this year. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe can maybe Kenny Pickett? Because again, I think that that he's the more NFL ready quarterback of the of, of the earlier guys. And again, the Matt Rule connection. Matt Rule co- recruited Kenny Pickett to Temple. Yep. Uh, way back when, Kenny Pickett turned around and said, "Hey, I'm going to Pitt." Um, you know, but maybe there's something there. Who knows? He likes but, to pick his guys that he's familiar with. He likes to, to have them on the coaching staff, and he likes to uh, to bring them in, the guys that he either coached in college or he recruited in college. So you could really honestly be onto something with that one. Pickett could easily be the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers in 2022. And, and again, I was there at the Pitt Pro Day. There was only one team that sent their full brass of head coach, offensive coordinator, and uh, GM along uh, you know, outside of the Pittsburgh Steelers because literally they're right across the hallway. Right. But it was the Carolina Panthers, and I saw them looking up close and talking to Kenny Pickett. So would not. Did you put tell that Matt Rule Q said what's up? <laughs> I didn't get close enough to Matt Rule. I was taking pictures, man. Oh, man. You should have been over there and been like, hold on, man. Matt's my guy. Hold on, Matt. I know you're not really my guy, but you're Q's guy. Should have told him, man. He would have he gave you some love, man. He probably would have gave you an exclusive interview. You could have been the guy. Oh, I could have been the guy. Could have been you know, the guy. If I, just, if, I, if I had name dropped you, That's Q, what I'm I saying. Hey, that. man. Hey, sometimes you got to go with what you know, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm here for you, dog. Oh, man, I appreciate you, Q, being there for me. That's what I'm doing, uh, man. <laughs> I do something good for and, your country, man. For your country. Now yeah. look at you. Look yeah. at you expanding. Hey, man. This, yeah, that's what I do, bigger. man. <laughs> Thank you for your service, <laughs> Keon Myers. <laughs> hey, you can put my government name out there. I might as well be government official. <laughs> you silly. All right, that's it for the Lockdown NFL podcast today. We have all, we've had a lot to talk about. We will have more to talk about next week as it's the final week leading into the draft. We'll give you getting you ready for everything for that week. Then we got a lot coming up on this. We got the the Monday edition coming back around with the Lockdown NFL podcast. So so much to talk about. Q, always a pleasure doing this show with you. Let people can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Absolutely, man. You can always get everything I do on Twitter. It's real easy at your boy Q254. That's at your boy Q254. Shows, uh, links to podcasts, uh, Locked On Raiders, Locked On Bets, Locked On NFL. I do it all. And of course, radio shows as well. You can find all the work. Chris, what about you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can also find my work just like you find Q's work. I'm the Locked On Steelers host, so you can find him just like you find me. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, YouTube, all the things. Check us out. Our podcasts are for free, just like this podcast, the Locked On NFL podcast. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Do so with positive comments. All those things really help out all of our shows and everything that we do. Thanks again to everyone out there who's been checking us out. We hope you have a great weekend. We hope it's nice wherever your weather's at. Happy Easter, everybody. Hope you're doing fine. We will see you next Friday when we're back here hosting the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast.